This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Uh, let me go to Gauteng, rather, and let's talk about uh, the vaccination program. But let's talk about generally how the Gauteng province is dealing with the second wave. We're speaking there to Kwara Kekana, who is the spokesperson of the Department of Health in Gauteng. Good evening and uh, welcome to Progressive Talk. Uh, good evening, Krotman. <laughs> no, Krotman is okay. <laughs> no, I always see people being called Krotman, and I wonder, that's a level of respect, right? No, you've arrived, you've arrived, you've arrived. <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay, uh, uh, let's start with the update that you were making today around the vaccination. So generally, what are the take, key takeaways from that press briefing? So one of the key things was just also to remind, I guess, you know, the people of Kauteng around um, and just reiterate the, the usefulness and the purpose of the Nazareth Field Hospital in particular and how we're using that particular field hospital to help decongest or alleviate some of the pressures from our hospitals, especially within the Krishani Barakwana cluster in the Johannesburg district. You would remember that um, as far back as last year, the Gauteng Provincial Government um, established the Nasdaq Field Hospital. The field hospital started operating in June 2020 last year and has been admitting patients ever since. As things stand um, as of today, and probably that number has gone up, uh, we have uh, the hospital has about a thousand bed capacity with uh, 400 beds dedicated for oxygen support. We currently, the facility, have just over um, 150 people admitted there currently, um, and with 81 people on oxygen support currently. Mm. But I think the most important thing to our listeners is that the field hospital is open to the people of Houting free of charge. That's the first point. Yeah. And the second point is also just to speak about the referral process going to Nazareth Field Hospital because I know a lot of people say, no, can I take myself there? Do I have to go through some referral pathway? Mm. So Nazareth has three sections, if you allow me. So it would be the isolation section. These are people that are confirmed COVID positive. Mm-hmm. You have the quarantine section. There's people that are in investigation who are either contacts of people that have confirmed COVID positive or people that are waiting uh, their results and if and awaiting results. But what's most important, I guess, is also the intermediate care facility at Nazareth. This is where it's, it's the inverted commas, the food hospital section uh, of, the, of the facility where we provide um, 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 in, uh, excuse me, intermediate care. Now, this area of the facility, people have to be clinically stable and people have to go through the referral pathway, particularly for the intermediate care uh, section, which is the field hospital when people need um, oxygen support. But insofar as the isolation and quarantine section, people are more than welcome to um, self-refer themselves. Mm. But that what's important is that people need to call ahead and make arrangements with the facility that we can prepare for their arrival. But of course, um, apart from clinical stability, which is the most important thing, a couple of other criteria, I mean, we have, you know, shared these widely on our social media and so on, but the most important thing is, you know, two weeks worth of clothing, if it's possible. If you're on chronic medication, please bring your chronic medication along or a script that we can refill for you. Um, so those things are quite important. But a person doesn't, doesn't be critically sick if they want to go to Nazareth, a field hospital. We do not provide critical care support there. Okay. So the, the other issue that you were talking about today was the vaccination program and the phases, that, 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 that the plan. Please talk to us about that. So one of the things that and I guess we're just reiterating, you know, some of the, the communications that have gone out with regards to 
because that's what the ministers communicated. Mm. Uh, the first phase of the rollout, uh, and I'm anticipating getting kind of the first doses in early February uh, to begin the rollout. But of course, as, as things stand at the stage, it's really high level stuff. And some of the stuff is really still going through the approval process in terms of the procedures. Also identifying the areas that are going to be designated uh, vaccination facilities. You'd remember that the minister had emphasized that the first phase, uh, I think, in the, in the country as a whole, which includes Houting as well, would be the administering of the, vac- the vaccine for, you know, uh, 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 the health workers, uh, you know, uh, and those that are in, in the... Uh, Co face of service delivery as, as, as it pertains to, you know, uh, frontline workers. Mm. And of course, you know, it comes in, in different phases, particularly looking at service delivery. And you have a certain category uh, of workers, of course, um, a, a, as things go on and on. But I think the most important thing to emphasize is that the first phase uh, will be will be going towards, you know, healthcare workers. Mm. That's mm. the most important thing there. Yeah. Okay. And, and But the date that we're talking about, it's expected that will begin sometime this week, that you'll have vaccines sometime this week? So uh, one of the things, you know, we got asked uh, is that, you know, are we doing the procurement ourselves? That is done centrally at national. And, you know, the minister communicated that the, that the government has managed to, to um, obtain about a million doses of the vaccine. So this will also be shared equitably, uh, we presume, with all the other nine provinces. I think at the stage, one of the things the HOD had communicated is that we're sure you're not exactly sure how many doses, uh, how to get at the stage. But once that, uh, you know, comes into play, uh, we are ready on the ground just in terms of administering of um, of those doses, particularly for the first phase and the first category of people that are going to get um, um, that 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 that, uh, that vaccine or mm. first doses of a vaccine in Gauteng. Yeah, all right. And and in terms of dealing with the second wave, how is the province doing? Um, so one of the things you know we've been we've been putting up, especially as, as part of the first response, um, as part of the, the response to the first wave of COVID nineteen last year. One of the key things, of course, has been Nazareth, which I alluded to uh, in the beginning of the conversation, which has become quite important. But again, as well, you know, the infrastructural kind of renovations and additions to the housing health system have been quite. Uh, quite significant across the five districts in 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 Gauteng, uh, increasing the number of beds. But also, I think the most important thing that also I think our viewers must be put into confidence about is also the repurposing of wards. So we do have wards that would have ordinarily been, you know, a burns unit, for example, that has now been repurposed for the purposes of COVID. Uh, two things that we've also done that are quite significant in the China District, the China District Hospital, which is about a 210-bedded hospital, is now a strictly COVID treating facility. So we only take COVID-19 patients. In the East as well, in a Kuruleni, Pesakowa Hospital as well, has now become a strictly COVID-treating-only uh, facility. And then, of course, in the south of Johannesburg, in Lenasia, we've got um, Lenasia, uh, what, what used to be Lenasia South CLC, which has now effectively been converted also to a district hospital, which has about 103 um, beds there in that facility as well. It's now a strictly COVID-treating facility. This allows us to also, you know, make, uh, you know, uh, in terms of resource usage, um, these are kind of the strategic, uh, you know, uh, factors that we put into place to ensure that also this, you know, uh, uh, sharing of uh, expertise in the various uh, 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 facilities. So at least we're able to deploy some of our specialists to these facilities to aid uh, in the treatment of patients. And I think that 
converting these becomes quite important. But I think the most important thing is that beyond the COVID-19 pandemic, there are great takeaways and sort of long-term investments into the housing health system is that we've been able to you know, improve infrastructure uh, that was taking a bit longer to do it. Um, uh, you know, if you're looking at, you know, maybe five to 20 years, with regards to what the Premier said in the, the, the state of the province address, mm. I think when the sixth administration took place. So there are some of the takeaways, positive takeaways, I guess, from the pandemic um, is that there's long-term investments into the housing health system. Right. Thank you very much. Good evening to you. Thank you so much. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.